Hello, everybody, and welcome to the AMPM podcast. My name is Manny Coates, and I will be your host. And this is the show where we discuss all things Amazon private label and how to generate recurring revenue streams 24 hours per day during the AM and the PM, hence the name of the show. Get it? AMPM podcast. What's up, everybody? Manny Coates here, and this is part three of a series I am doing with Mr. Kevin King on how to find products, how to optimize your listing, how to launch these products. Mr. Kevin King, how are you doing, sir? I'm doing good. How are you, Manny? I am doing great. I think I need to shave. I'm looking a little, <laughs> a little fuzzy here. It's kind of crazy. So yeah, you look like look like that guy I saw on the Help Wanted uh, poster in the post office. Hey now, hey now. <laughs> All right. That said, let's get into some some tactics here. Actually, before I do that, let me introduce you to people who might not have heard of you. Right? They probably been living under a rock or they're brand new. But Kevin King is one of my good buddies. I, actually, this is part three. So go back and watch part one and two of this podcast, and I introduce him quite a bit, but I'll, I'll actually on this one, I'll, I'll go back a little and tell the story on how we actually met, but I had Kevin King on my podcast and he blew my mind. He had a lot, he, at the time I was doing a lot of experimental stuff. I, there wasn't hardly anybody online that I saw that was at least talking about doing weird stuff with their listing. I was going in and I was putting all kinds of strange words on my keyword fields, like everything, like category ID and, and fabric types and all kinds of stuff. And I ended up finding out, man, a lot of these things start ranking, you know, they, they actually work and people are like, why are you putting stuff in fabric type? It's so strange. And then Kevin King, I saw a post where he was doing Spanish words and doing some weird stuff. So we started talking and what was supposed to be a five minute chat turned into, I think like a two hour call. It was really, really long. I'm like, man, I wish we would have recorded this. It was awesome. And I said, well, I have a podcast. You want to come on? He's like, I don't know. Nah. And finally I convinced him to come on and that podcast blew up. People loved it. It's probably the, one of the most popular podcasts we've ever had. Fast forward a little bit. I'm going to be going to Austin to meet with some people out there and Kevin happens to live out there. And I'm like, Hey, Kevin, you know, I'm, I'm going to be coming out. You want to meet up? And he's like, yeah, why don't you come and crash at my place? I got this cool house out here. Da, da, da. I'm like, yeah, let's do it. I get out there and, and I'm like jet lagged, didn't sleep well. I'm just tired. And I ended up, and I might be forgetting some of this, Kevin. So you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I ended up meeting up with Kevin. Oh, actually, before we even went out, right. Is where I went to your place and I crashed. Is that right? No, what, what we went and had some, we went and had some barbecue first straight from the plane. Okay. All right. So yeah, that's right. That's right. We went to, what was it? Salt liquors or salt? Salt, salt lick. Yeah. Salt, salt lick. Yeah. Yeah. We don't have those here. So long story story short, I ended up passing out at his house, right? Like he has this awesome bedroom and a super comfortable bed and boom, I'm out. And this is like the middle of the day, I think. I don't even remember what, what time it was. I didn't tell anybody that, you know, you know, that I was going to sleep or anything. So people didn't, they were like, man, you know, my girlfriend, my business partner, Guy, knew that I was going to some dude's house. They don't know, really didn't know that much about who Kevin King, nobody knew who he was at this point. And they're like, they thought I was like in, you know, locked away in some dungeon or something. Like I, I was missing in action for how long? Like for a whole day almost, like till the next day. Oh, yeah. We went out that night drinking and we got back like three in the morning or something. You passed out till about three the next day. So your girlfriend and, and Guy, your business partner, he was coming to town to meet you for some other stuff that morning. And he's like, nobody could get a hold of you. They didn't know where I live. They didn't know my number. You weren't answering. Your phone was dead. So they were, they were, your girlfriend was calling Guy, blowing up his phone. Like, where's where's my where's my man? And, you know, is he is he? The thoughts were going through their head. Like, is he tied up in a dungeon with a ball in his mouth? It was funny. It was funny. So anyways, that's how we met and we became really good friends. Since then, started Illuminati Mastermind, which is for high level sellers, right? We've got a few hundred people in there doing over a half a billion, 500 million plus sales in sales per month. And Kevin also is the creator of Freedom Ticket, right? He creates or he has created an eight week course for beginners 
to get them you know, from A to Z so that they can then hopefully eventually get into the higher end training that we do with the Illuminati Mastermind. Yeah, the guy is just awesome. He's a wizard when it comes to Amazon. And today we're going to be talking about how to actually get sales, what you can do to your, uh, we've already talked about finding a product and creating your listing. We're taking it to the third step, how to launch things and how to do things the way he does them. So let's get to it. That said, Kevin, there's a lot to cover. You ready? I'm ready. All right. So guys, again, go back to part one and part two. If you've missed those, some really, really good nuggets in there, some really good things. We're going to be talking about driving traffic to your Amazon listings. Let's just say we found a product. We create a really good listing. We want sales now, but you're messing with the price point at this point. You're trying to figure that part out. How do you know how much to charge for your product? How do you do that? Well, there's a couple of factors. If, if the product is not differentiated enough, then you're going to have a price ban that you're going to be in. And basically, whatever is selling on page one for the keywords you're targeting is basically the price ban uh, that you're going to be in. So if everybody on page one, if you type in your main keyword, let's say, and everybody's between $15 and, and $20, you're going to pretty much need to be between $15 and $20 unless there's some compelling thing about your product that just justifies it being at a higher price point. One of the things that I love when I'm sourcing for products, and we should have mentioned this in the last one is I love what on, on the, I type in a keyword, one of my main keywords and the products on page one are all over the place. There's a product for $7. There's a product for $50. There's something for a hundred, a couple for $120. That gives me, that to me is a golden goose. I mean, that's a golden opportunity where I can come in and just differentiate and just, I can pick my price almost because it's so, there's such a wide range, but if it's a very tight band, you're going to have to be within that band unless there's just some major thing that you can do different to set yourself apart. Uh, so that's, that's pretty much where you can determine your price. To, if you want to stay on page one is that there's a price band based on what the competition is doing there. Okay. So to get to page one, you got to have sales velocity. And we're going to be talking about that in a little bit. And that affects your BSR. Now, a lot of people that are starting out, they don't know what BSR is. Can you explain what that is and how important that is? BSR stands for best seller rank. And it basically tells you how good you sell within the category you're in. You know, there's 30 some odd categories or something like that on mm -hmm. Amazon. So each category has as a ranking, as a category as a whole. So like home and kitchen has, you have a ranking in all of home and kitchen. And then each niche has a ranking. So within home and kitchen, there's, I don't know what the, uh, they're called. There's, you know, utensils and then there's bedding and then there's lighting and whatever. There's all these different niches. Each one of those has a BSR also. So you have basically two different rankings. Uh, and so the BSR is basically just an indicator of how you're doing against everybody else. In my opinion, too many people put emphasis on the BSR and they really focus on that BSR. And honestly, I, I don't focus a lot on the BSR. I focus on profits and sales. So I'm happy with a BSR, you know, of 5,000 or 10,000 in most categories because I'm off the radar of all these Chinese hackers. I'm, I'm making 15, 20 sales a day and I have good profits uh, versus if I have a lower BSR, I'm trying to fend off all these people trying to knock me off then off people trying to undercut my price and so forth. Okay. So you say BSR is not that important to you. Is there a BSR? Obviously BSR gets smaller. The number, like when you get to a BSR one, that means you're the number one product in that category. Is there a BSR number that you just won't even contemplate going against if you see it? Like it's just yeah. like, it's got too many sales. I don't even want to try to compete with them. Yeah. Under a thousand. I, I typically don't, even if one of my own products gets under a thousand, it starts to scare me. Because of competitors jumping in, hijackers, all that just kind of stuff? Hijackers, competitors, uh, just, it's just problems. I, I like to be off the radar. I like to be right outside, outside those top guys and where people aren't trying to knock me off, try, aren't trying to undercut me on the price so much. And I, I can make a, a happy living right mm. there in the middle. 
So you want to be seen, but you don't want the spotlight, so to speak. What are some key factors to actually get your product seen on Amazon? Well, you can't just put up a product on Amazon and just sit back. I mean, you have to, you have to prove to Amazon that you're wanted. And so basically sales velocity. So you do need to spike your BSR uh, in order to do that. So when you first, Amazon basically is kind of like, what have you done for me lately is the way they, they, they rank stuff. So they have a, a system uh, where they score you based on how well you've done over uh, different periods of time, like 24 hours, two days, three days, seven days, 14 days a month and so on. So when you first launch a product, you don't have any of that history. And so you kind of have an advantage. So if you can come out of the gate swinging and launch really strong and spike that BSR way up, you can you can get all the way up to page one. And if, if you've done everything else right, you could potentially stay there because you have a really good a, uh, trailing average uh, versus if you have an older product kind of floating along and you try to get it to go back up to page one, it's a little bit harder because you have all this old history that's that's pulling you down. Okay. You mentioned a launch. When you do a launch, what does a, what, what is a launch and what is what does it consist of? So a launch, basically, is you need to show Amazon that you can sell. And so what most people do is they discount their price. Some people call it giveaways, where they, they basically discount their product 90, 95%. And they either use a service, there's there's different companies out there that will do this for you, or you can use, uh, you know, there's a really good uh, blog on the Helium 10 blog called this, uh, how to do the CPR method. And all the Helium 10 tools, uh, you know, the Magnet and Cerebro, they actually give you like a CPR score. And that tells you basically how many you need to sell per day to get onto page one. So to, in order to get onto page one, for a keyword, you need to match or better what the other people are selling on that page pretty much. There's some other factors as well. And so you have to figure out on page one for a keyword, how many are these people on average selling and get your product to sell at least that many or better uh, to have a chance to be there. That doesn't mean you'll stay there after you do one of these giveaways to influence the system. You're still, you're going to have to do what's called organic sales and be able to maintain that position. In order to do that, you're going to either use Facebook ads or you're going to use one of these launch services or if you have, you have existing list um, of customers, either from other products you launched or from another business uh, that you're involved in, you can use that as well to launch a product. So you're basically going to offer the, the product that you're going to lose money. It's kind of like getting a, a positioning on a store shelf. You know, if you're going to go into Target or your local supermarket and you want to be on the end cap or by the register or whatever, you've got to pay a slotting fee. You got to pay the, the store money to be there because it's such a prime position. So it's kind of the same thing on Amazon. You're paying a slotting fee or you're making an investment to get to page one on Amazon. So you're going to lose some money on, on the first amount of products. And the number you have to give away depends on how competitive the keyword is. You know, there's some where you have to give away thousands of these things at a super steep discount and you're losing money because it's typically below your cost. And it's also, you're having to pay Amazon all their fees to, to, to do this launch. So you could be in the whole five, 10, 20 grand in some cases. And so that can determine which products you pick too. Maybe you can't afford to do that. Um, so you have to pick products where you, they're not so competitive and you don't have to give away so many. Maybe you only have to give away $1,000 worth to get onto page one. So there, there's a lot of factors there. Yeah. And just to clarify, guys, try to simplify this a little bit because I know this is a confusing topic. When you're doing a giveaway, uh, and it's not a 100% giveaway, right? Kevin mentioned you discount it by 90% or 80%. You want to make the price uh, so attractive that even if somebody really doesn't need that product, they're like, man, it's it's three dollars. It's normally thirty dollars. I'm gonna buy it because I can. I don't. Know, I can give it as a gift or whatever. That's what you want. You just want people just on impulse just to buy these things. And if you've got a product and the keyword phrase for the number one, like when you type in a keyword phrase, let's say you type in say metal garbage can, right? And the number one phrase or the number one product is selling ten a day for that, right? To maintain that. So they're number one for that, just for that one keyword, you then have to sell at least that amount in order to upset them. I mean, that's simplifying. It's not quite exactly like that, but that's kind of like the gist of it all. So that's what the, when Kevin mentioned the CPR formula, if you use Helium 10 and you look at, there's a, a formula that or a number next to each keyword that tells you how many you have to give away, that's what you're going to have to do. And you have to do it consistently for a certain amount of time for a certain number of units so that you start moving up the ranks and start displacing everybody else. Now, Kevin, we 
we're teaching for the longest time. And in fact, in Helium 10, it actually says the CPR giveaway, it might say, hey, for this keyword phrase, because it's really popular, you have to give away 800 units total. And it'll actually have a number per day, right? It'll, it's spread over eight days. So it'll say it's 100 units per day. But we're finding that's changing now. People can do shorter numbers. What are you seeing out there? Yeah, for a new product, if it's brand new and it doesn't have a history, you can, I'm seeing people do it in a couple days. But they're taking that number. If it says 800 and you're supposed to do it over eight days, which is the old way, you can basically do all 800 of those over two days and, and get your product ranked to page one. If it's an older product uh, and it's you've been selling it for a while and you're trying to kind of resurrect it, I don't think that works that well because you have all this older history that's coming into play. And so typically on the older products, you're having to do these giveaways, whatever the number is. If, you know, if it's 800 over, over eight days, you might have to give away 100 a day for two or three weeks in some cases hmm. to overcome all that old bad history So uh, of that product. Sometimes I recommend people if they've been selling for a while and the product's just selling a couple a day and, and they don't have a lot of reviews or they don't really care about the reviews, just pull your inventory and create a new listing and start over. And you'll probably have better success uh, do, doing that. You will lose your reviews. In the end, you may actually make a lot more money and you, you launch it properly yeah. and do it correctly. The other thing, guys, you got to consider is I think it's not, it's not that difficult. If you've got the money to throw out a product, right, in terms of giveaways, you can rank, right? You should be able to get that product to rank to the top of page one for just about any keyword. It's just a matter of throwing enough units at it. Once you get there though, how do you stick, right? Because getting there is easy. And Kevin, you, you've seen this a million times where people are, they get there and they're like, man, I'm only on there for like a, a week. And then I'm boom, I'm off of page one. And, and I just keep dropping and dropping. There's certain things that you have to have on your listing in order to stay there because you have to be beating everybody else. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, sure. You see that all the time. People saying it doesn't work or I get there and I fall right off. That's usually a factor of, of a poor, either you've targeted the wrong keyword. Uh, that keyword is not relevant to your product, even though maybe it has a lot of high search volume. It's not what people are searching for. Uh, like we talked about in one of the other episodes in the series, there's typically only four or five words that people are, are, are buying most or most of your sales are coming off of. So you can figure that out if you, if you want to be a little bit patient by doing PPC. So you can come out of the gate and I recommend people do this. Some people say, should I wait to get some reviews before I do PPC? I say no. Some people say, well, that's going to hurt my conversions because uh, I have no reviews. I, I don't care. Um, I, I spend heavily on PPC from day one because I need that data. Uh, even though it's not going to be as good converting as I will be later on, at least I can get data. And I can see which keywords people are actually buying from. And then I can adjust my title and adjust my launch strategies or my giveaways based on that data. So I run it really heavy for about two weeks, you know, 500 bucks a week, $10 bids. I don't care what it is. Uh, it's, it's a sunk cost. It's a, it's a marketing expense. Uh, I just need that data. And so I, so I'll do that oftentimes too. But the other reason people fall off is their listings not optimized. Their picture sucks. Uh, you know, that's, we talked about that in the second part of this series, they price too high. Uh, you know, some people come out and they, they, they overcome that by doing a low price. So maybe their price is going to be $25, uh, is what they want to sell for. But when they launch, they put it at 12 bucks. Uh, and then their idea is that it's such a good price, people are going to buy. And then over time, they slowly raise that up. You can't go from $12 to $25 overnight. Amazon will freak out and you might lose your buy box. But you could take it from $12, then go up to $13 the next week, and then 14 and inch it back up to $24. And some people use that strategy. It can still be effective. You have to have a good image, a good listing, and it has to resonate with the customers. That keyword has to be what in your product have to have to be a match. And sometimes it's just nuts. Uh, you may think it is, but but it's not. Yeah. Yeah. And there's, there's a lot of other factors too, guys. Basically everything that someone sees uh, when they type in that keyword and you look at the search results, look at everything that's on there, right? 
it's not only the thumbnail. The thumbnail is probably the most important thing, right? We all scan through, oh, that one looks cool. But then you immediately go over and you look at the reviews, right? And you look at the, the average star, right? Do they have a thousand reviews or do they have three reviews? What is the average rating? If they have a thousand reviews, but they're all, you know, 2.5 stars, you're never going to click into that or buy it, right? So you got to look into that. You also, they're also looking at the price. There's little things you can do like clip coupons that you can add that will actually drive convert or actually drive clicks into the listing. So we've taught this in the past where you can, you know, you can Photoshop your, your product right onto the search results, right? You take a screenshot of the search results. Let's say you're not there. Then you can grab, you know, do a search where your product is on there and, and cut that out and paste it on there. And so let's paste it in the number one or number two spot. And then just show it around to a bunch of people that you know and see, say, which one would you click into and why, you know? And if they're not clicking yours, if they're saying they're not picking yours every time, find out what the reason is. You might find out, oh my God, it's, it's the image or it's because of the, this one doesn't have as, as many reviews as I want. And you're gonna have to fix that because if your friends you don't want to tell them that it's your listing. Otherwise, it's going to be biased. They're going to know. But if your friends aren't even clicking on yours, why would anybody else do it? And you're going to launch to the top and just fall off because of that. That's an old way of doing it. We, you can also do it through PickFu. I've talked about that on a podcast where you can compare stuff. Go listen to that podcast. This is the one on, on PickFu. And yeah, that's really cool. Speaking of the reviews, just real quick, people always ask about that. And say a product has 2,000 reviews, but it's got four stars. I think a product with 50 reviews that's 4.5 or five stars can can beat a product with 2,000 reviews that has four stars. So it, it's not always about how many reviews you have. It's more about the rate. You do need a, a decent number of reviews. You know, zero reviews is definitely going to hurt you, but uh, everybody has to start somewhere. Everybody has to crawl before they can run, but don't get over obsessed with, uh, you know, if your competition is just has so many reviews, only get over obsessed if they got thousands of reviews and they're all five star, you know, there's a five star rating or something. That's yeah. going to be hard to overcome. So that's a really good point too, Kevin. One of the things you can do is you can look for a, a really weak market. High sales, but like weak in terms of reviews. So if you go in and let's say that you find a product, whatever it is, right? Let's say you use Black Box from Helium 10 and you find, you can actually put that in the filters. I only want to find products that have two stars to three stars, right? And just look at everything that comes up. And if you can find an entire market where everything's like that, then you can start downloading the reviews. You can look at all the reviews of those products and you can actually, we have a, a tool in Helium 10 that allows you to download only the bad reviews. And you can actually have your VA go through and mark down all the things that are wrong with these things and have your, your factory fix those things so that when you come into this market, if, assuming you wanted to get into this, you could come out with a product that doesn't have any of those issues. So now you start getting four and a half, five star reviews. Just like Kevin said, if they have 500 reviews, but they're all three stars and now you come in and you've got 26 reviews, not a lot, right? But you're a five star, which one are you going to pick? right? People are going to pick the five-star one. That's the one point, Kevin, where we're having few reviews can actually trump the big guys is when you have that, when, when there's a big disparity between you and them. Exactly. Uh, I think reviews. scientifically, some people have studied this and they say 21 is the magic number. Once you get over 21, most people start really believing it. When you only have five or 10 reviews and they're all five-star, people are like, yeah, there's just not enough. That's all their buddies or something. But once, for whatever reason, psychologically, the studies say that 21 and above, uh, you're okay. Kind of tend to believe that too. Okay, cool. Now, earlier you mentioned you run PPC when you're doing your launch and that's important. We do the same thing we, and we do it very heavily. And I want to emphasize guys, when you're, let's say you're going after the, the phrase, I'm gonna go back to my, the one I always do, tactical flashlight. So if you're using tactical flashlight, that's your main keyword. You want to bid like crazy on tactical flash. It doesn't matter if your ACOS is 300%. You're just trying to tell Amazon, man, my, my product's super relevant to this. Kevin, you kind of touched on this. Is there anything else you can add in terms of what kind of ads you run and any other little strategy you do with PPC for that? PPC, I mean, I don't care about the A cost in the beginning. You know, I'm 
I'm willing, I'm just willing to spend to figure out what's working, what's not. So, and I'll, I'll run an automatic campaign. I'll run an automatic campaign with, you know, with a high bid. Uh, I'll run a, a manual campaign with all the keywords uh, that I, I researched at both a broad and an exact and just monitor it closely day by day and, and see what's happening uh, with that on the PPC side and, and make some adjustments uh, both to my listing and to my, to my PPC, depending on what's happening. Do you launch with one keyword phrase or do you go after multiple? At I, go a time? After, I, go, I go after multiple at a time. How many do you uh, go after typically? At least three and up to 10. Wow. And you're going for a number, you're going top of page one for all of them at the same time? Yeah, for the three of them, yeah. Okay, so. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll try, I mean, I might not do a launch on all three at once. I mean, I'll try, I might do a launch on just one of them, you know, if I'm doing a giveaway or a Facebook ad or something like that. But no, on the PPC side, I'll target them all. Okay, yeah, yeah, I was talking about the launch, but yeah, on PPC, of course, yeah, you go after everything. All right, so we talked about PPC, we're, we're doing a launch. Do you go after any kind of external traffic, Facebook, anything like that? Yeah, I, I do do, I use my own email list if I have an existing list of customers, you know, if I've got dog treats and I got previous dog treat buyers. I have a VIP club that I'll use there. But people always ask me like, hey, I'm brand new. I, I, you know, I don't have a list of people. I don't have a Facebook group. How can I, can I get reviews or how can I get a launch or what can I do? And what I recommend is this strategy to a lot of people is I say, go and do an Amazon giveaway. Now, this is not the giveaway we were talking about earlier where you discount something at 95% off. This is where you go and you find, let's say you're selling a tactical flashlight, like your example. You go and you find the best-selling tactical flashlight out there on Amazon. And you go look on his page and you see if over on the right-hand side it says set up a giveaway. See if they have the Amazon giveaways turned on. There'll be a little button and you can click on that. And what I will do is I'll buy like five of the, the main guy's uh, tactical flashlight. Then what I'll do is I'll set up an Amazon giveaway. And this is a like a lottery thing that Amazon has. It's a special promotional area on Amazon where you can make this public or private. So you can make it private just to your list of customers or your Facebook group, or you can make it public to everybody on Amazon. So, so people that are looking for deals will go in there. And what I will do is I will buy five of this guy's flashlight, then start running Facebook ads saying, hey, uh, do you want a free flashlight? And I'll target my Facebook ads. There's a whole process to that, to people that, you know, camping people or military people or whoever it may be, giving away uh, these free flashlights. Just click here. Uh, but what I will use is a ManyChat. I will use a, a chat bot. It's a little bit more advanced, but I'll use something like ManyChat to make them engage with me. And so they have to say, yes, I want one of these flashlights. And then this, this ManyChat, which is kind of a more of an artificial intelligence thing on, on Facebook, will automatically respond back, great, we'd love to, uh, to send you one. Uh, just click here for the link. And once they've clicked two times, they, they, they become on your ManyChat list uh, on, on Facebook. So you have them in, like in, a, in a group on Facebook that you can market to them again. And so once they've done that, then I will send them a link. And this link will actually be to the Amazon giveaway page and it'll go straight to the giveaway page. Well, when someone goes to the giveaway page, they have to watch a, you have some uh, options there that can say, what does this person have to do to enter the giveaway? One of those options is to watch a YouTube video. So you can, I go out to an influencer and I, I find an influencer on YouTube or Facebook or Instagram. I say, hey, will you create me a great video if I send you one of my products? And they may say, yeah, but you gotta give me a hundred bucks. And I'll say, no, no, I'm not gonna do that. How about 5,000 people that watch this video? Uh, and that helps your algorithm on Instagram or Facebook or, or whatever. And, and so then I, I, will, I will have them create the video for free. I will make these people watch a video about my product before they get this other person's products and tell them about how great my product is and how much better it is than the one that are about to win for free. And then I'll set it up. So it's like one out of every 5,000 people or something gets one of the free ones. And then the people that don't get the free one, I'll put on the uh, sorry you didn't win page. I'll put something to the effect of uh, sorry you didn't win, but there's a, a newer, better flashlight like the one you saw in the video coming out soon. I'll be sure to let you know when it comes out. 
And then when my product actually comes in, I will go back to this ManyChat list and I will send out a promotion to the ManyChat list, which gets like a 90% open rate over like a 10% open rate on email. And I'll say, hey, thanks for entering the contest last month. Sorry you didn't win. But you know that, remember that video, the latest, greatest flashlight that has the cooler features is now available. Since you didn't win, we want to offer you a 25% discount or a 30% discount. Click, uh, would you like to do it? And they say yes. And then I, I engage them again on ManyChat and I put a two-step URL, which has uh, the keywords embedded that I'm trying to rank for. And they click on that. They go and I give them a coupon code and they go over to Amazon. They buy it at like 25% off. Then what I get is I get, it's a, a small enough a discount that I get extra juice in Amazon because the high, if there's no discounts, Amazon gives you extra rank juice. Uh, it can also be a verified review and I'm off to the races launching my product. Everybody's happy. <laughs> that was awesome. All right. You guys don't have to go back and rewind that and listen to it because it's, it's just, that's awesome. That's really cool. I was going to ask, I was actually going to ask you, what other ways are there besides keywords to, to get sales? There you go. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's great. That actually, is that in, is that in the freedom ticket course? That's in the, uh, the, some of the bonuses in the freedom ticket course. Yes. Nice. Awesome. All right. Well, that's very, very cool guys. So there you go. That's an amazing way getting people for cheap, right? I mean, that's, that's what's that end up costing you to get thousands of people. Do you know, do you know what the cost is per lead? It's, it's next to nothing. I mean, I, it's the cost of the Facebook ads basically. And you know, ManyChat subscription, which is isn't much, but on something like that, under a thousand, under a hundred bucks. A hundred bucks to get how many people would you plus say? The, plus the cost of the, uh, the products, the products and stuff and the promote, I had to buy somebody else's product. So, you know, it's under, it's under 500 bucks total. And you get how many leads out of that? Depends. I can get anywhere from 500 to uh, 7,000. Jeez. So like pennies essentially. Penny. And wow. it's highly effective. Yeah, that's really, really cool, guys. So there you go. If you want to find out more from Kevin, by the way, uh, he's in our Facebook group, the FBA High Rollers, okay? Mr. Kevin King is in there. We have 50,000 community members in this. If you want to go and just kind of tag them, tell them that it was awesome tip, do that. You can get there by going to ampmpodcast.com forward slash Facebook, and that'll take you right there. Uh, Kevin, we're not done yet, though. Let's talk about conversion rates. What does, what does conversion or what does a conversion rate mean? And what are some things to keep in mind in regards to that? They, they don't call it conversion rate on Amazon, right? No, it's just unit, unit session percentage is what they call it on Amazon. You can get to that through your business uh, reports in the back end. If you do a business reports and then uh, it's like by child, sales by child or whatever, uh, but it'll show you your conversion rate. And so too many people focus on their overall conversion rate. They're like, if I send traffic from Facebook and nobody buys, it's going to kill my conversion rate. It freaking doesn't matter unless you're using a two-step URL. That's the only time it matters uh, is if there's a keyword tied to it. So your conversion rate is, is based on how well you convert on a specific keyword. That's what matters, not your overall conversion rate. Amazon actually rewards you. If you send, so there's like 212 things that Amazon tracks social media wise, everything from Reddit links to Facebook, whether it was paid or it was organic or whether it was from a mobile phone or it was from a desktop, you know, they track everything and they actually reward you for that because if you're sending traffic in to Amazon, even if they don't buy your product, they might buy something else. It's like you're, you're bringing people to the party uh, and, and they, they, they welcome that. And so if you're gonna spend that money to bring people to Amazon, they may get there and realize, hey, I don't want this tactical flashlight, but you know what? I forgot. I need to order some toilet, toilet paper. And they go do that. That benefits Amazon. So they like that. So the only time conversion rate uh, really matters is if it's tied to a specific keyword and you're not getting sales. And that's where it can hurt you. So people always say, what should my conversion rate be? If it's below 7%, you probably have a problem with your listing. You need to look at your listing. Uh, if you get the 15 to 20% range, you're doing okay. And most people are in that 10 to 20% range and they're doing things right. Typically, if someone's getting a 30, 40, 50, 60% uh, session 
conversion rate, they probably don't have much traffic. When you hear someone say that, in most cases, not always, but in most cases, that means there's only like 10 people a day looking at their product. Uh, and it's just very, very targeted traffic coming in there on some long tail keywords or something. Uh, so if you get into that 10 to 20% range, I think that's a great place to be. You should always be trying to up that if you can, but don't worry about the don't worry about it so much. Uh, don't obsess over it like so many people do because it, it's just one one factor out of, of, of many, many, many factors on, on how, how you're positioned on Amazon. Okay. And if people are driving outside traffic directly to their product listing page, have you seen that affect that conversion rate? Yeah, it, it can affect that conversion rate. Yeah. If you're doing directly from it, it can, it can lower it. But unless there's a keyword tied to it, you know, if you're going through a two-step URL that has keywords, don't worry about it. If it's just a general social media link or a general link to your page or an affiliate link. It won't affect you. Okay. Yeah, it's going it's, it's, it's to lower the number, but it's not going to affect right. you as far as where you, where you rank. Right. And the reason for that, guys, is if there's a keyword tied to it and it's not converting, then Amazon's going, ah, this product doesn't convert for this keyword. So when anybody types this search term in for this phrase, we're just not going to show, we're going to move you down on the list. And eventually, you're, if you're not on the page one, you just don't get seen. What's the saying you always like to say when you're not on page one? Uh, you might as well be dead. Yeah, the <laughs> best, best place to hide a dead body is uh, on page two of Amazon. Yeah, there you go. I love it. I love it. So anything that people should be careful of on anything that we talked about here? No, not really. I mean, I think that's why I, I, I try to ask the questions. You know, I, I know people want to push the, the limits on certain things. So you can run social media, you can do stuff. That was one of the questions a lot of people ask us. Hey, man, does that affect my 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 conversion rate? Is that going to is that going to hurt me? We'll end it with this. If you can do a 30 to 60 second rundown to launch, like just without going into too much detail, just the steps that are required to launch right. a product to the top of page one, what would you do? First thing is you got to make sure you've done your keyword research and you've optimized your listing. So go back and listen to the, the, the part one and part two and do what we, what we uh, suggested in there. Once you've got that all in order, don't, don't ever launch half cocks. You know, make sure you got everything in order and you're ready to go. Then you're going to immediately fire up PPC at, at high bids, auto campaigns and manual campaigns for the keywords that you've researched, both broad and an exact match. If you have an outside list, you're going to use that traffic. Or if you have a, a ManyChat list, like I just talked about, you're going to use that traffic. If, you, if you're going to build a list, like I just gave you an example of, of how to build a list using somebody else's product, you're going to need to do that before your product comes in, before it goes live. Because once you get live in stock, and it says in stock and available to ship, you know, delivery in two days, that's when the clock starts ticking on your, on your history. So you want to make sure you, you, you come out of the gate swinging, you know, it's like a bull coming out. You, you come out bucking that cowboy off immediately when that gate opens. Don't fart around uh, during that time. Come out and start running heavy uh, you know, Facebook ads or doing the CPR method from Helium 10 or doing what, using one of these launch services. Uh, there's several of them out there, uh, either doing a two-day launch or, or the eight-day launch, whichever you prefer. I would recommend right now trying the two-day one on a brand new product. Monitor your PPC and make sure, see what's converting, adjust just your, your title and your product accordingly. Then after you've ranked for some cer certain keywords, go after some more keywords and just and keep repeating that process. Awesome. And guys, make sure that you have a certain number of reviews and good reviews and that your thumbnail is awesome. We, we've talked about it a million times. Kevin, sorry, one last thing I want to throw that in there because people love to know about reviews. And I know you were privy to some people talking about best ways of, of getting reviews. Any any words on how to get the initial reviews so that they can do the launch? Yeah, if, if you're, I, I've never used friends and family. I don't like doing that. Or hey, I've never bought reviews or done the, uh, where you have somebody buy it and you give them the money back by PayPal. I, you know, I just think you're asking for trouble for all that. I don't use review groups. Groups, I put out a damn good product and that's how I get reviews and then I, I'm also brand registered so uh, I'm able to, to 
pay 60 bucks for those first five. And then what I will do is I will sometimes hold contests. So I will do uh, with the customers that buy it, you know, you can use, uh, do you do stuff with uh, Facebook and ManyChat again. There's some techniques there that you that you can use to, to get reviews. Remember, you can't give the product in exchange for a review and you can't ask for a five-star review, but you can do contests where you say, hey, whoever creates the uh, best video of your dog enjoying my my treats, I'm going to give you uh, free dog treats uh, for, for a year. Just go post your video to Amazon. Uh, on Amazon and we're going to pick a winner every month. Well, when they go and they post their video, you don't say anything about a review, but when they go and they post their video, they have to, they have to leave a review by default. So they go and, and, and they post a video, which can help your conversion rates and, and they leave a review at the same time. And most likely it's going to be a positive review because they want to win free dog treats. If they don't like your dog treats, they're, they're probably not going to enter the contest. Stuff like that, when you think outside the box, that's the type of stuff that I teach in the Freedom Ticket. It can be very, very effective. That's awesome. Awesome, guys. I hope you enjoyed everything that Kevin King had to talk about today. If you haven't listened to the first two podcasts on the series, this is the third one here. Definitely go back and do them or listen to them. They're phenomenal. It takes you from, it's kind of like a, a very short version of getting from A to Z. If you want really, really close hand-holding and you want an eight-week course that's going to get you, I mean, it's like a hundred times what you just heard here, a thousand times more than this, I'd probably bet. Then he has an incredible course called the Freedom Ticket, and it's named appropriately, right? If you want to get out of that nine to five, or you want to have a little bit more time, you want to travel to over 90 different countries like Kevin has, you know, and have that freedom, then you need to got to make some changes out. Learn what everybody else isn't doing, right? And be there and do that kind of stuff. And Kevin likes to think outside the box. Check out freedomticket.com. And as mentioned earlier, if you'd like to talk to Kevin, you'd like to talk to myself, join us in the FBA High Rollers group. You go to Facebook and type that in. I saw Kevin look at me like, what are you talking about? Go to Facebook and type in FBA High Rollers or go to ampmpodcast.com forward slash Facebook. And that'll take you there where all the cool people hang out, over 50,000 people. And Kevin, any final words before we end this thing? This is been an awesome trilogy. Uh, yeah, I've had fun doing this. I hope this has been a good value for some people and uh, you've, you've gotten something out of this, whether you're brand new or you're, you're already selling it. I love to share. So uh, if you ever meet me at a conference, come up and say hello. Tell me you heard me uh, on the AMPM podcast and, and uh, ask for a nugget. And, and if you say the code word Manny, I'll give you another nugget for free. There you go. And guys, I wasn't going to mention this, but I, I might as well. My girlfriend also sells on Amazon. I'm trying to get her to come on the podcast and she took Kevin's course, right? She really, she's, she, she loves Kevin. She loves the way he teaches and stuff. She actually sent you a I, I didn't even know she sent you the message till you told me. What did she send you? Was it yesterday or today? Yeah, yesterday she sent me a little thing saying, uh, look, a little screenshot saying I hit a million dollars in sales. Yeah, there you oh, go, guys. So in, she finally in, did in less it. Less than a year, in about, uh, about a year, right? Yeah, about a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, I think I, I got to double check it. It's a year or just just over a year, but she did it. She's finally a seven-figure seller. So, and she's been through, she, she's actually tried a bunch of courses and she really liked Kevin's course a lot, right? Because he talks about the, the nitty-gritty in there. So guys, check it out, freedomticket.com. Can't say enough about it. it. It's awesome. And go out to events, network, meet Kevin, talk to him. Yeah, you'll, you'll crush it, guys. So until next time, my name is Manny Coates. Kevin, thank you for joining me. We'll see you guys next time. You've been listening to the AMPM podcast hosted by Manny Coates. For more information, insider tools, and to get the resources mentioned in this episode, visit ampmpodcast.com.